1: On today's podcast, let's just talk about all the movies Robin Williams has been in that we love. Like, I'll start um, Robocop. Robocop
2: was a great one. Uh huh. Conan. Yeah, Conan. The Barbarian.
1: the Barbarian, yeah. That was his first role. That was a good Robin Williams joint. Um. The Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: And a lot of people don't know he voiced 50% of the character, he was yeah. in it. Live action Robin Yeah, <laughs> he's the narrator. <laughs> yeah, he also played um, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> he was also, do you remember that movie? But not in um, Rudolph. He played in a, in <laughs> Yukon Cornelius's only other role.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yukon Cornelius. Remember? Yeah, wasn't that... Uh, was Chicken that? Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad, uh, not Brad Pitt, uh... George Clooney was the voice of Of Chicken Run. Of Chicken Run. He voiced Chicken Run. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to <laughs> Sleepy Dynamic Banter. It's Thursday afternoon. Well, it's Thursday morning, I'll give you that. It is Thursday, huh? It's Thursday, man. Fuck. I know. This week went uh wow. Yes. This week went into wow mode.
2: Strap in.
1: Strap in! You're, this week is about to get is go from zero to wow, dude. So many things happened between the last episode and now, and I really just couldn't tell you what. One of them. I couldn't tell you one thing. I couldn't went to Clamorcon in, uh, not Palm Springs, mm-hmm. not Palm Desert, Indian Wells. Indian Wells, is where, Clamorcon is,
2: and you can't. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> having a hell of a time. Steve has a drinking problem. A lot of people don't know. (laughs) I was in the desert for a week and I didn't drink one (laughs) drip of water.
1: I'm just making up for it.
2: Better get those kid kids checked out. You've got to get those two back boys. (laughs) (laughs) Get those urine packs checked out.
1: Mike, did you see the uh, Infinity War and the Age of Ultron? Darn Avengers. (laughs) <laughs> Avengers? No, no, I did not. Do you have any interest? So do you, you must have read comic books when you were a kid. Though. I read some comics. I read Spider-Man. mainly
2: Spidermans, and then uh, there were too many, so I stopped. Yeah, because I mean, it's a lot. As soon as you have to read a lot, I'm out. You know, like I could look at one comic book and be like, I can, I can knock that out in a day or two. Oh, right? yeah. But then, what happens is Spider-Man meets a friend. And now you gotta learn about the friend, and the friend has a group, you know? SWB. I know, and then,
1: and then like an issue will just be about the friend, and you won't see Spider Man at all. Yeah. And you're like, why did I buy this? Yeah,
2: why would I buy why I don't Why care. am I getting the Cyclops love story yeah. in the Spider Man books?
1: Yeah. I don't care about this person. Who gives a shit? I don't care. Who could love
2: this freak with one eye anyway.
1: And then they kill Spider Man and then someone else that you didn't like becomes the new Spider Man.
2: That's my biggest problem with comic books is that everyone dies so many times. Yeah, well it's like... like we still got this suit, the suit didn't die. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've got a question about wrestling because wrestling has a lot almost
2: of, no one dies <laughs> yeah
1: it has a lot of similarities with comic books in the sense that there's like through lines and there's characters that are really cool and mm-hmm. they're they're all kind of like superheroes in their own rat in their own way mm-hmm. but no one has ever fake died in the wrestling world yeah. and then come back
2: yeah they have a bunch of
1: times like the Undertaker Undertaker
2: fake dies all the time yeah but Anyone, he that's his the brand. Undertaker puts in a coffin fake dies <laughs> Vince McMahon fake died in a car fire once <laughs>
1: <laughs> on TV. Yeah. Um, did you did how many people thought it was real when Vince McMahon died in a car fire?
2: It's tough with the different parts of the country. <laughs> how many people think what is happening on the television show is real?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean a lot of people think what we do on Dynamic Banter is real and wrestling not... is more real than what wrestling we do. Wrestling is more world. real. <laughs> <laughs> But you couldn't, Baby Mike, Teenage Mike couldn't balance the intricacies of the WWF. Teenage Mike could. And the, and the, The Grade School Mike could not. And the Marvel Universe at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Accurate.
1: Yeah, there was just like, you get, you had to choose one.
2: It's so much. Plus, like, um, you know, I'm trying to see vagina and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not like you can't, you can't keep track of all the things that you need to do to see a vagina. Yeah. And keep up with what's going on in wrestling and comic books, in and our, do well in school. In our day, and I think I've proven that by being a
1: wrestling fan and, and liking vagina. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't make the basketball team sophomore year.
1: Yeah, I think we, I think we, um, we knew we weren't going to be able to see vagina, just Ever. based on or what, the whatever things you that, were going to say. Yeah, just based on the things that we loved. Yeah. Because, the, <laughs> because when we were younger, the guys were like overtly nerds, and yeah. then the girls that were overtly nerds were kind of like quiet about it because yeah. they didn't want to be outed as like a nerd. They yeah. wanted to seem cool, and the same with the guys.
2: Everyone was a closeted everything yeah. unless you like sports when we went to high school.
1: And I guess the internet kind of exploded that concept mm-hmm. right because it made it so that you, you find could
2: other people who like what you like yeah and you find
1: out that it's not so weird and then you found people that were like motivational speakers low-key and were saying stuff like don't be afraid to like yeah show yourself and don't yeah. be afraid to be yourself I was that yeah, two thousand nine. So afraid to be myself because yeah. it was. Oh like... no, I met
2: motivational speaker. Oh, you anime.
1: were a motivational speaker. Yeah. Well, you did those Mike Falzone videos <laughs> where you helped people.
2: I was on that YouTube channel, Mike Falzone.
1: What was your? What would you say was the worst piece of advice you ever gave to someone in your advice in your career? Of well, by
2: notes? the time I was like doing advice things, I had already been through like all my hospital stuff and yeah. shit, and so I wasn't really. I was just trying to save people time. I didn't. I didn't. I was never. I would never talk about shit I didn't know about. Yeah. Or I would always come at it from an angle where it's like, well, this is the experience that I have with this. Yeah. And so I'll tell you what I did. But that's all I could really do. I was taught not to talk out of my ass at a very young age. But no I one do likes that.
1: But I do like that you have you have like a a pretty um uh I wouldn't say crass, but you have a very like no bullshit kind of answer to most people's kind of like inquiries about life things. Yeah. Like you have a lot of like life advice mm-hmm. that is like this is just what works for me and this is what I think will work for other people mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna say it. So when someone asks you, like l- like let's just do a candid me asking you a life, uh, a life advice question. Okay,
2: and then I'll tell you why. Remind uh, me that part. Okay,
1: great, great. Ryan,
2: okay. if we forget. You're on your phone. You don't give a
1: shit. He's listening to other episodes of Dynamic Banter. He's like, I gotta, I gotta brush up. He's listening I've to it while we're <laughs> can you imagine if he was listening to a different episode while we're recording a new one? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's listening to next week's episode. <laughs>
1: he is listening to next week's episode. Um, but okay, so here's a here's a here's a random piece of advice, Mike. How do I deal with with people who don't pick up their dog's poop? on the the, in the grass
2: that's very interesting because and then i'll go back to like i deal with that as well yeah but i i never see anyone leave i know
1: that's the thing
2: and then the one time in santa monica where i did see someone i saw someone's small dog very rich woman white white. rich white i saw her leave her small dogs shit small (laughs) dog. Shit in the middle of the sidewalk near the promenade.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: And she watched her dog shit, and then she looked around, and there were not a small amount of people watching. And then she walked away, and I said, excuse me, miss, what's wrong with you? (laughs) But it's like, I see people do fun things, like they'll stick little signs in the dog shit every once in a while. But people, that's how they're still like... uh, I just think if you leave your dog shit, if you live in like a highly populated, like everywhere around you is an apartment building, and there's only precious little pieces of grass, and those pieces of grass, those little knolls are filled with dog shit because you're a negligent shitbag person (laughs) who thinks they're better than everybody else, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's just proof that other people's lives are worse.
1: (laughs) I, what I want to do someday <laughs> is go up, have that same situation. I would love to en- encounter that same instance. Yeah, it's
2: like training a dog. You have to see it happening to be able to rectify the right, behavior. Right,
1: right. What I would like to do and I, what I would like to, uh, to influence the audience to potentially do is, if they're willing to do this, but I'm just saying this is what I would like to do, and there's a world where I, and on, on a particular day, I'm so fed up with everything mm-hmm. that I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna take everything out on this person. I'm gonna eat this shit. But if I was in the position where somebody, male or female, whatever, um, leaves a dog turd in the middle of a fucking sidewalk, mm-hmm. like in a populated area, and yeah. I see them do it, and they start walking away, I would also do the excuse me, miss situation or yeah. excuse me, sir. Yeah. Or excuse me, person. And I would be like, Is this your d- I just watched this happen? Is this your dog this is your dog's poop. So like what's going on here? And then if they go like, Oh, you know, I, I, I don't have a bag. I forgot a bag. I forgot a bag. Every day for three years. And I'd be like, Oh, no problem. Let me help you out here. And I would just pick it up with my bare hands <laughs> and, and it. hand it to them. And <laughs> go, There you go. See you later.
2: Hey, found this. Can I show you something?
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Mike's going to show us his new scar. (laughs) Mike got into a boat wreck the other day. (laughs) See that? Oh, yeah.
2: That's from me being on my phone and just going about my business. And I take these long walks. Look at it.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it. I take
2: these long walks, and I work on my phone. Yeah. And I'm not looking up all the time, Ryan. No, of course not. I'm not. Okay? Okay. I'm not.
1: You get it, uh, Ryan? Ryan?
2: I totally
1: Do you understand Ryan? <laughs> what if <laughs> it, I hit Ryan done with done this and he made Ryan. this sound? <laughs> His body did <laughs> So
2: I'm like emailing and doing stupid like online shit or yeah. posting stuff on Instagram. And I'll step in some shit in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. And it makes me want to incinerate the
1: neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. But I
2: won't. Can I tell you another fucking fucked up, stupid fucking thing? Someone help me make sense of this.
1: Okay, let's have it.
2: New Mr. Rogers. Let's talk about it. There is a CrossFit gym that moved into my neighborhood. Uh oh, number one. Uh oh. Because. Douchebags. And I'm not saying anything about the people who do CrossFit. Sure. What I am saying is that CrossFit is stupid as fuck. (laughs) You don't need to flip a truck tire to get abs. Or, or, ever. Yeah. There's no one who need... Those big heavy ropes do important shit. You don't need to flail them (laughs) around so you can get some forearm definition. There's someone that
1: needs to use those for something important. Somewhere,
2: someone lost the tugboat because you needed forearm definition. Good point number two. So these idiots, these dirt, nothing idiots came into my neighborhood and opened up a CrossFit gym, painted the outside travesty. almost all the way up to the top, but travesty. couldn't reach. <laughs> travesty Barker. And then to promote their grand opening, they spray painted the name of their gym on a bunch of the trees. <laughs>
1: Wait, where is this? Is this the place that used to be the rug place? Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I, I I, drive by it, and I get a feeling, an energy feeling of douche from it.
2: I get this feeling, energy feeling.
1: I get an energetic feeling of douche. Like, there is a strong concentration of douche.
2: They painted it red, but they might as well have hired Shepard Fairy to just make the building into a gigantic douche container. Because that's what's in it douche um and they spray painted dude how long have trees how long has the palm tree been in the a neighborhood uh, 75 to 100 years yeah at least certainly imagine holding up a stencil and spray painting the name of your crossfit gymnasium on a tree and being like we're the new kids in the neighborhood and then seeing that if you live in the neighborhood and being like oh someone spray painted our tree we gotta check that gym out (laughs) that's what you think (laughs) these
1: guys are pretty cool
2: that's insane to me the marketing (laughs) that's in looking around at all the things in the neighborhood be like well we can't spray paint this because it's a felony but this is a tree. <laughs> and People it, and cut and down we, trees. Listen,
1: officer, it's just the name of our place of business. So, yeah. And this is our place of business, so that's that. Officer, if you don't
2: mind, take a little break from writing that citation. Can I feel your abs? Because we could do a little better down <laughs> Here's there. Here's the deal, officer. Your bread how about,
1: a, how about a free month? You just got to put your credit card in <laughs> You
2: could take us all away and charge us for a felony. Also, the cops could easily see that and walk a block to where the perpetrator probably works. And then it's funny to bribe them with like, I'll, you ever want to flip a tire? Mike, I think you ever that. want to sign up for kid boxing classes.
1: <laughs> Can adults join kid bo- boxing Hell classes? Yeah, man. You want to
2: win or what? <laughs> They call I it I never winning, got to win, they, so
1: <laughs> they call
2: it winning boxing. It's for people who grew up with low self-esteem. You, you get Mike <laughs> you Tyson.
1: Kid. How many times did Mike Tyson win boxing? Most, <laughs> so Most many times. times. Yeah, Mike. Let's talk about because I think I think you're onto something with this poop thing. I'm hot. Goddamn right. Emotionally, temperature-wise, I'm doing nice. Mike, let's make a little transition here. May I? Let's talk about poop really quick.
2: Let's make a transition into what we were talking
1: about. No, no. We were talking about the douchebags at, at the CrossFit place. Okay. Let's talk so about- different
2: pieces of shit. Yeah, let's talk about different
1: <laughs> poop. The poop that gets on your shoe. Okay. So nobody <laughs> likes it when they step in a poop and then they've got it on their shoe. Because, Cortez
2: is a particularly bad shoe to step in shit
1: in. Oh, really? Is it got yeah. deep
2: grooves? It's like, it's like putting um, French onion dip on a ruffle.
1: Get some crevasses Gross Lots of crevasses Lots of ridges How many ridges Do you think You've dealt with In your life (laughs) 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 Take the mic That's a question I would have to think about For a (laughs) while. Take the mic out And then twist it And then get in there Take the mic out Of the goddamn Microphone Michael Foun. Michael foams And then yeah Just give it a good Hard twist Let's talk
2: about What you were gonna talk about
1: Um you're right, because this isn't interesting to people that are listening. Uh, but they're waiting for this poop talk big time. <laughs> <laughs> they're having their breakfast, and they can't big wait. Big time,
2: big time. Ooh, well, we got big time poop talk. here. Poop talk, wagwan, big time. I want to make a joke right now that I can't. <laughs> Why is it that that could sound okay for a second and then you blow too hard?
0: <laughs>
2: Almost great, Steve.
1: <laughs> Almost great is going to be my bi- biography title. Very
2: important to not listen to this podcast with your pet cobra. <laughs> 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 So poop, what are you guys?
1: At? Um So poop, no one wants to step in poop, and, and there's no shoe that really is equipped to handle stepping in poop Mm-mm. because you got those grooves and those ridges, and you got to get in the grass, and you got to do that fucking, you know, cleaning your shoe in the grass move. The old stomping drag. And sometimes that doesn't work because the grass isn't getting into those crevices. So, what do you do? The you grass get?
2: has enough to do holding on for dear life in California. Yeah. And we're all li- <laughs> grass you see in California is holding on for dear life.
1: Every grass, every piece of grass in California does not want to become fire. Yeah. It <laughs> does yeah, not want to yeah, be yeah. lit on That's, fire.
2: Every blade of grass has the same aspiration
1: in um, California. It's so- raining right now. They're all like, <laughs> 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 yeah, give it, give it. Yeah, by the way. Um. Why did I have to grow <laughs> under this fucking awning? There's grass fighting other grass. Right yeah, now yeah. For water. Um. But what do you do, man? When you get your shoe covered in poop, and mm. then your the grass isn't working. What are you? What are you gonna go home with? Like a toothpick. Yeah. And pick out like fucking dog poop well, from Well, now's your shoe? a great
2: time for our sponsor quit. Because it's a vibrating
1: brush. And you can brush your shoes. You can brush your <laughs> shoes. What I There's a process. I used to
2: step in shit, not to brag, but I come from a place where I used to step in a lot of shit. You zeroed in on it. And that's part of my my story, my you, upbringing. You would af- avoid- My origin, my psychop story.
1: <laughs> you would avoid normal ground
2: I would, and step on shit. I tried to exclusively <laughs> step in shit when I was a kid to build character. <laughs> And so what you do is you leave your shoesies outside. You try to get that shit whole. Oh,
1: you want it to get dry.
2: And then the move back in the day where it used to get cold, when I lived in a place that got cold, was you'd smack the two shoes together. And it would come out not on, like, dirt.
1: Because after the dryness and the coldness, it would, like, kind of get a little frost on it or something.
2: But here it's like you have to get a stick or something,
1: and you have to... You have to get in there, and you got to clean out
2: poop. Because... What's worse is like I was at the improv in the lab in the smaller room and I was sitting at the bar and I was like, something smells like shit and I can't get away from it. Yeah. So then I looked at my shoes, second favorite pair at the moment. Ding, and there were some one, two, and there was and <laughs> Tweedly D there. And <laughs> I was like, I can't get away from it. There's a problem. And then I looked at my shoes and I stepped in shit and I was like, Night's over. Yeah. Bye bye. That's the stomp end. and
1: drag to the to the car. It's a real bummer and uh, I wonder if we could go on Shark Tank with a tool that you could like or what if there was like a like a, almost like a welcome mat type situation, but yeah. it's got like spikies.
2: Like a needle and thread for dogs' asses.
1: Yeah, we well we could do that too. Yeah. It's an
2: option. It's not the a good option.
1: Something tells me the animal rights people aren't gonna like that one. Okay, very so much. that's out. What um, about
2: a needle and thread to sew a spare bag dispenser onto people who don't pick <laughs> up this shit?
1: I mean, the city kind of tried to rectify it. I mean, most a lot of California cities try to rectify the poop everywhere thing by putting up these like little baggy posts. Yeah, those are nice. Doggy and the baggy little dispenser, posts. and
2: they hang the yeah. the waste basket. That's nice. That's very nice.
1: Yeah, I love that. Good solution. It probably took a large <clears throat> percentage of the douchebags that would leave their dogs poop on the ground. It probably took care of a lot of that. Yeah,
2: because they're like, I don't need to buy bags because right. the city does it for me. Right. I'll leech off the city. Uh-huh. I'll be rich and, and leech off the city, which right. is how the rich stay rich.
1: But it doesn't solve the problem of like, oh, I don't need my dog on a leash because my dog's obedient and no, loves me.
2: I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. Why is it my responsibility <laughs> to deal with your dog off the leash? Yeah. and then And then, Here's what happens. I'll be walking my roommate's dog, who is unbelievably well trained. Let me see if I can find dog sounds. See if you can find my roommate's dog on the
1: <laughs> on the internet. I'm gonna play just dog sounds. Like my Pat.
2: roommate's dog.
1: <laughs> but cars? like, I'll be
2: walking the dog, and then I'll see a dog off the leash who is obviously very intimidated by my sure.
1: muscular friend dog. Most are
2: right, and uh, and they'll be like, "She's nice. She's nice." That information does not matter. Yeah, it doesn't do much. I don't need your stranger. You're already a stranger, and that's bad enough. Mm-hmm. You're one of the people who I smile at on the street that doesn't smile back. You're one of the people who I open the door the door for, and you just think that I'm there yes. to do that, and you yeah. don't say thank you. I don't give a fuck about your dog. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important. It's mm-hmm. a very clearly stated
1: premise. I totally agree. I think... Um, I think... Uh You know, a lot of people trust their dogs and Mm -hmm. trust their animals and and that's cool and they've built a a bond with these animals that are, you know, they're your best friend and shit but they're still animals and there is a hot debate about, and it's hot, baby, Uh, there's a hot debate about keeping your dog on a lead and uh, you know, where
2: it's appropriate, not in a neighborhood where everyone is at all the time. Yeah. If you want to take your dog to a fucking field, yeah. where you're not around people, just trying to go up out there day to day, whatever, go do that shit. Go train your dog. Go and go reap the benefits of your trained dog. Yeah, but and don't <laughs> bring. Don't walk your dog at fucking five o'clock when everybody gets out of
1: work and there's traffic and stuff and too. And there's
2: traffic and other dogs. Here's the thing: if your dog comes up is off leash and comes up to my dog and has a bad interaction and your dog gets their neck
1: yeah snapped off bitten right out
2: just your neck the head goes to the shoulder yeah or the
1: head's still in the air for a second while the neck's spinning gone. around and it looks to the camera and goes <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
2: that's not my fault that's your fault yeah. you got your dog's neck yeah. taken
1: yeah You're right. Liam Neeson. And I think that that's kind of the problem. And my thing is, is like when I used to walk rigs all the time, you couldn't, like sometimes you could have her off the leash when it was like really late at night. And there's like no one around. Sunday
2: morning, seven o'clock. Yeah, in the really
1: morning. early in the morning. Like you know, it's you gotta be careful with rigs. It was like you gotta be careful around traffic because they'll run out. Like dogs will just, you don't know, man. Even though you know your dog really well, and you're like, oh, he'll stay by my side. Yeah. she'll stay by my side the whole time. It's like no, you don't know, man. It's been well documented. That...
2: Dude, dogs <laughs> love getting hit by cars. They love it. For it's years. a game. Yeah, it's a game to
1: them, and no one wins. And, you know, I mean, sometimes dogs will fucking jump out of the car window, too. You yeah. know, that happens, too. And it's yeah. like.
2: It's to get hit by a different car.
1: They're trying to get hit by a different car. Yeah. They're in a car and they're like, well, how do I get hit by a car while I'm in a car? <laughs> how can I get hit by this I can't car. make an accident happen. I'm going to jump out and try to get hit by a different car. Yeah. And it's just really one of those things where it's like, you know, we get it. You trust your dog and. Oh, no, she's fine. She's fine. She's friendly. She's friendly. And it's like. Look, I'm I'm a dog lover, uh-huh. and like, I will, I don't mind, like I was, when we were in fucking... Uh, You're a good
2: dog lover. Who well, loves a bad dog? Fuck a bad
1: dog. I know, but the thing is, is like, it depends on what your definition of a bad dog it's is. It's a I mean, reflection a people... on
2: the owner, dude. If your well, dog sure, isn't sure. well-trained, it's something that you did or didn't do, and then you have sure. to reap what you sow
1: with that there's shit. just There's just dangers in having your dog off a leash, mm-hmm. off the lead, and... You just gotta pay attention. Here's a good tip. Um, go
2: outside and I would smear some shit on your car so that the cars don't oh. smell so good so they're not so attractive to dogs. Here's what I wanna ask you. Mike. Stop making your car smell like a steak.
1: I've got a question for you. Your Jesus. dog won't Did someone slam there, did you feel that? What was that, a 4.5? Let's add about a one. <laughs> what uh, is that? <laughs>
0: I'll just, uh, sorry,
1: I just I'm losing control of the sounds here, so I'm trying my best to. Uh,
2: you just keep playing on No, I'm trying. No, I'm trying
1: my best to not. And what's happening is, is now we're having an accident now, so I can try to do my best to get these dog sounds to stop.
2: Remember that one time we did a live podcast in a kennel?
1: <laughs> we're coming to you live from the Camarillo Kennel,
2: <laughs> and we thought it was a ghoul cool bar. Turns out. Uh oh, <laughs> CC
1: baby, we're at the CC. Um, dude, let's talk about poop more because imagine during the times there had to be times when people were just like pooping down wherever they wanted, mm-hmm. like way back in the
2: old timey times. In like um, in Game of Thrones times.
1: Do you think that people were stepping on human turds as much as we were stepping on dog turds? Yeah, dirt? like yeah. pauper turds. Yeah, that's why people hate the homeless so yeah. much. Yeah, because they were just cover
2: them with mint. Where would they <laughs>
1: put a mint leaf?
2: Put them in the mint pit. Put <laughs>
1: instead of a sha. Just use four mint leaves over the pupe. That should do it. If you want
2: to rid yourself of a homeless stench, follow the pauper with mint leaves.
1: Dude, Six. I want <laughs> There's a discussion on the internet here about where the, where toilets, like where public sewage and like where, like what to do with your poop became a problem Uh in the old days. Uh And I wanted to like talk a little bit about that with you because I think it's very interesting. Okay. I love poop.
2: What am I supposed to say to that? You tell me. Coella Deville in your fucking office? <laughs> Who steps like that? Who walks like a debutante like that?
1: <laughs> I just want to find somebody like, riding
2: one of those bicycles with a giant front wheel and <laughs> tiny <laughs> back wheel.
1: <laughs> a penny farthing
2: is somebody fucking fifteen feet off the ground in a someone's, bicycle in this office. Someone's right using
1: now? a penny farthing in the office. <laughs> um a a brief history of human waste disposal let's try let's talk about this or did people in the middle ages throw poop out their windows throw it out the window do you know if that's true mike i don't know i wasn't people I emptied don't. the p- the idea that people people emptied their chamber pots out windows sorry let me get some music here that happened so, so.
2: until like 1984 uh, Baby boomers threw all their shit out windows. Did you know that? (laughs) Baby boomers would empty their trash, their kitchen trash, out Uh, the window. And they'd be like, it's compost. Like, (laughs) no, (laughs) no.
1: It turns out that this is nonsense. People in the Middle Ages were no less sensitive to foul odors or disgusted by human poops than we are. They also did not understand exactly how human waste could, be, could spread disease, but they knew it did. They just thought it was something to do with its odors. Maybe so, if
2: we pray over it.
1: So medieval towns and cities actually had a lot of ordinances and laws to do with waste disposal, latrines, and toilettes. In medieval London, for example, people were responsible for the upkeep and cleanliness. Excuse me. How are we going to get that dog to shut up?
2: Maybe pet it? I, <laughs> that's, he didn't like excuse that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Are you talking to the dog?
1: No, the the owner's like close by, but he's uh, not on a leash. He's so. not on a leash. Excuse me. And that's the other thing too. You see the dogs that aren't on the leash and you're like, fuck, is that a stray dog? Yeah. And it's like, I've had I've helped many a stray dog in my life. I'll ring a bell. And uh I, I you got to You have man. a bell just for stray dogs? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Huh. It's the Stray Dog Bell. What happens when you. Stray in Dog Bell out? is my favorite 70s rock band.
2: Brian Setzer played with
1: Stray Dog Bell. They certainly did. And. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: ding, ding, ding. Oh, do, 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 do,
1: do. <laughs> you ever hear Jethro Tall? You've heard Jethro Tall, right? You can hear him doing like... He's playing the baby. When anyone jazz rocks out, you can hear them go... do
2: do you know what that is? Them wishing they were playing a different instrument.
1: Honey, can you practice with the flute without the flute? Of course, I guess. I love you so much. do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Do. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't want to see, I don't want to be like, well, is that a stray dog? I got to save it. I don't want it to get hit by a car.
2: Yeah. Or even the opposite. Their owner is normally like 30 feet behind them on their cell phone. Yeah. Like, was that a stray person? Do well, I but, have also, to-
1: <laughs> but also, is it like, how do I know if that motherfucker is the owner of that dog? Yeah. Like they don't even they don't even pay attention to their dog because yeah. they're like oh Susie's real good she'll just go poop and she'll be and then she comes right back and then we go inside it's like no motherfucker you need to watch your dog you need to be close to your dog
2: I think it's all be- being and it's a greater it's a it's a personality trait to yeah. be um, accountable for your actions yeah whether that means you have a bad dog and you didn't train your dog there's two types of people there's people who want a dog Honk. to be off leash, and want to get a dog to that point, and people who get their dog to that. Point. <laughs> right, There's only those two people.
1: And that's the thing. It's like it's all from like it totally is from like laziness. Probably I don't want to yeah, put it's the just harness. Not, it's on the wanting dog.
2: something. It's wanting the end result and yeah. not working as hard. As you have to to get to the end result,
1: and I do love the idea of like having a dog that's like self sufficient and can fucking yeah, walk itself as and shit. A job. Yeah, that's great, man. But that's not how that works. No, that's an animal that takes a lot of work, and you don't want to do that because you're too busy thinking about likes. That's an animal that doesn't know or care about what the fuck you want. It just wants. Food and to go to the bathroom when, that's it, it, when it needs to go. It's
2: not the dog's fault. No yeah. one's mad at the dog for the shit that's being laid around because that's a person problem because we're civilized people.
1: I guess one could say, debatably, that dogs also want love and affection, but do I think we. Let's we've, get a
2: dog on. We, Can we, might... we interview one of these dogs <laughs> in the kennel.
1: Greg, Greg, Greg has something to say. Greg, what's up? What do you got, baby? Tell us.
2: Hi, Greg. Thanks for joining us. Do you have anything to say about dog? Okay. Thank you for being here. (laughs)
1: We're
2: going to give Greg a little
1: rest. I don't know. Oh, man. Hang on.
2: I don't know what he's saying.
1: Helps. I wanted us to. Here. I wanted to stay saying that forever. Oh ah, man! You gotta turn up right Greg's, when that happens.
2: Greg's the new lead singer of the Black Crows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, Greg. You're okay, buddy.
2: <laughs> hey, little thing, never lie, to can't because <laughs> made me, me, my mom, made me, me. Here I am, the man on the scene. I can't give you what you <laughs> want. He got to come on to me. Gotta give that good old oh, love that he got some more
1: and now. So. Oh, oh. I just don't wanna get into a fatal car wreck. From, wa- from from avoiding trying, shit from with your car. Tr- no, from trying to save a dog that I think is a stray dog. Yeah. And and before it gets into the street or whatever, and it's like, God damn, boys, you want your dog to be some, you want your dog to be able to do things that it just won't be able to do, and that's that.
2: A lot of people want that with their kids too. They certainly do. A lot of people will film their kids. Fuck that dumb dog. That dog's
1: back. Okay. We like, better quiet down. So back in the Middle Ages... Do you La- think... Never mind, go ahead. They, they thought that the smell of poop is what was making the diseases happen. This smells like sickness. It smells filthy. <laughs> <It's> filthy.
2: <laughs> 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 How many R's in filthy?
1: Um, right. smell smells filthy. This must be what killed my mom. So it says here that in medieval London, people were responsible for the upkeep and cleanliness of the street outside of their houses. The fines that could be imposed on them if they didn't do this could be extremely onerous. One account talks of an outraged mob badly beating a stranger who littered the street with the skin of a smoked fish. Dude, one time um, Zoya
2: played footsie with me at a diner in Palm Springs and I got extremely onerous.
1: Yeah, man. Were you Henry?
0: Oh
1: man It got to, it got recorded I gotta do a new one <laughs> uh, He's real upset really <laughs> He really wants to try to tell us something but he can't <laughs> Okay, let's do a let's do a um let's do a uh, history oh. ro- or not history. Let's do some a- an ad really quick, please. Let's do some
2: old ads. Okay, here
1: we go. Guys, stamps.com is the sponsor today on Dynamic Banter. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, ding 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 ding. No one has, no one really has time to go to the post office. You're busy. Who's got time for all that traffic, the parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It's a hassle. That's all there is. That's why you need Stamps.com. One of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. How about that piece of information for you children? (laughs) Guys, Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com eliminates the trips to the post office and saves you money, guys. That sounds great, Steve. And it handles all of it with ease. Simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple, guys. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first-class stamp, and up to 40% off priority mail, not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage, postage meters. And Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and Monday. money, Monday. <laughs> Nick Mundy. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So right now, guys, you, our listeners, that's you, get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free, spo- uh, free postage, and... A digital scale without any long-term commitment. That's right, a digital scale. You just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in banter. That's Stamps.com, enter banter, and Send that stuff out with ease. Don't worry about going to the post office. You can just do it
2: from your home. I know for a fact we got a lot of craftsmen out there. We got people. We got artists. We got Yeah, we got eBay sellers got probably. eBay sellers. This could help all y'all mm-hmm, save a little mm-hmm, money, a little coins
0: hmm 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 Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> Larger houses had enclosed latrines attached to or behind their homes, which emptied into deep cesspits.
2: <laughs> this place is a cesspit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this establishment, if I may declare. Is a cesspit. (laughs) Tossing the mint leaves. These were also called a jakes (laughs) or a gong. A gong? -gong? And the men who were employed to undertake the foul-smelling task of emptying these pits
2: Oi, go empty the jakes. Were called
1: gong firmers (laughs) or gong farmers. Gong firmers. Uh, excuse me, you seem like a gong firm yeah. Why don't you go to the Jake and clean out all of my pupe? <laughs> Dude,
2: this is like the classic story of when the princess falls in love with a common man, Yeah, but the family doesn't want her to be with him because he's a gong farmer.
1: Let's make a movie called The Gong Film, yeah, with Jack Black. And it's like a seri- <laughs> it's like the first people that like would clean out the poop in medieval towns. Yeah, I like. In that. fact, how about this? It's a spin-off of Game of Thrones. Yeah, ha- yeah, yeah. It takes place in the Game of Thrones world, uh-huh. but it's the poop cleaners. Yeah.
2: During the Red Wedding. They got to clean up, (laughs) everyone.
1: That's the theme song to that song. I hated it. I would never watch one episode. Not surprisingly, these men were well-paid. And the gang fermiers of medieval London usually ended their day with a much needed <laughs> with
2: dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know why they got really handsomely rewarded? No, because their life expectancy was fourteen years.
1: You're digging around in poop. You're not going to live long. We'll pay you all the riches you want, dude. These guys would. Take a dip in the river Thames or Thames or whatever it is. It might be Thames. But they would just jump in the river after digging around and poop all day. Uh-huh. Smaller residences may do with a bucket or a closed stool C L O Stool C L O S E C-L-O-S-S-E, a closed stool over a basin, either of which was emptied daily. They were usually carried to one of the- Jacob,
2: s- come remove my shite!
1: They were usually carried to one of the streams that emptied into the nearest river and emptied into the water.
2: Cool, and then where do they drink from in medieval times?
1: This made some of the Further streams, river? like the fleet, rather foul-smelling, and gave one in the city of Exeter the lyrical name of the Shit Brook. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you, if you're trying to get to the shit brook, what you're going to want to do is pass the old cum tree.
2: <laughs> Worst town ever.
1: And then racist Johnny with one leg is over there. Yeah, he
2: lives in the dick house. He's
1: going to ask you for money, at probably a shilling. <laughs> there were also public latrines maintained by the city of London, like the large communal municipal latrines on London Bridge that emptied into the river. Mm.
2: Go—that's where the uh, expression "go shit off a bridge" came from. So
1: you could see your pal in medieval London, and he'd be carrying like a big chamber pot or something.
2: You can't leave. Fired.
1: Who was that, Joe? What did he do? He came and he—I thought that was Ryan. Ryan's been oh. there the whole time. Oh, he's gonna light uh, candles and stuff. <clears throat> anyway, hey little mama, let me light candle, but.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: You could see your buddy in London go, Oi, mate, hey, come here, mate, what you doing? And he'd be like, Oh, uh, I'm just carrying my shit to the river.
2: Yeah. What are you doing?
1: Uh, oh, fuck, dude. Is that what that <laughs> fucking
2: smell is? Yeah, don't act like a not shit and don't carry it to the river. All uh, of us do it.
1: Yeah, but I got to be honest with you, mate. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of punching it. Your chamber pot, mate. So Why the, poop would goes, you do? the poop will fly in your face, and everyone will laugh. And I'm a punk rock, baby.
2: That seems like one of those fins that maybe you do without telling uh, me. So I'm taking not only by surprise, but completely Anna,
1: I gotta work on that, mate. You go on, take your shit. Take your shit to the river. So someone would be like swimming in the river, and then someone would just dump a pot yeah, full of poop dude. and piss. Dude, right a next mile to
2: away, somebody's swimming and having a good time, Their kids. And then somebody <laughs> empties the pot. <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, the kid's like.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Careful in that, end, baby. Careful in that.
2: You're going to want to swim around the shites.
1: Now you see that corner of the river there that's all brown? Yeah. You're going to want to stay away from that.
2: Put up a rope.
1: Swim on this
2: side of the rope. The other side's all shot.
1: Oh honey, come on out. You just swallowed too much water. Let's call for that.
2: We gotta bring you to the cemetery.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> fit you for coughing, sweetheart. Becky
2: swallowed a bunch of water down at the lake. We're gonna bring it to the cemetery for when she's feeling <laughs> a little
1: sleep. Dude, why hasn't there been anything about these these like I've never seen even in like that's how everybody gets the Black Plague. But the poop stuff seems to be like an untouchable topic in like when you do medieval things. And I've seen a, a ton of medieval comedies mm-hmm. and none of them have dealt with the chamber pot really. Have you seen one?
2: I feel like that's the only way I know what a chamber pot is.
1: Right. But like they do the whole like, ooh, a chamber pot, ooh. And it's like it's never, it's, it's all done in like a really like. Well, that's family not really friendly way. What the story is about. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so interesting. Isn't it interesting that people would just, like, <laughs> you'd have to dump your shit into a river and then eventually the river would just smell like shit all yeah. day? And then and you it's had like
2: to m- migrate.
1: Well, what do you do? Yeah, like you what move. if you
2: you move? Like you, you know, walk and you right? move. It's like you man, walk we and you move, up. and then you find a town with weaker people. Yeah, and you kill them. Yeah, and you take everything that they have. And you're
1: like, okay, what do we do now? We can't shit in the river because we'll ruin this place.
2: We ruin the river, so let's go kill a town.
1: Yes. Okay. So now we've killed everyone in this town, and we've got a new clean river.
2: Hell yeah! Let's, let's shit you, again.
1: How do you think?
2: I've been holding in shit.
1: What do you think we should do to contain shit?
2: We'll, well, shit in this river, because it's new.
1: I want to have a scene where they're like, Joey, you got to go to the, to that kingdom over there, and you uh-huh. got to ask them how they deal with their shit. <laughs> so let's see if we can get some info on how they deal with their shit.
2: Hello, good sir, I have a message.
1: Yes, what is it? We don't have time for pheasants, peasants, or, excuse me, gong <laughs> What is it? Go on now. I've driven
2: all night on my trusty steed. I am in need of water and food, but mainly information.
1: Well, none of this is free, good sir, so would have you a shilling. You can
2: take my sick horse, please.
1: We can use this horse. Go on now, what would you like to do? Here's some water and here's some mutton for you. I'm sorry, I'm talking, though. I'm the one giving you mutton, and here's your mutton and here's your (laughs) mead.
2: Drop muffin off the top of your castle.
1: Excuse me, if you want water... You're going to have to go in that horse drive over there and have a drink.
2: Well, I'm actually fine with water, but plenty of water. I've driven all night to find some information on how you deal with your shite. Yes, your
1: yes, of course, of course. The shite of your people. <laughs> I'm 18 and I'm set to <laughs> die tomorrow. I have 40 children. Let's see here. How do we deal with our shit? Well, we, we have the pigs eat them. You just dump them in the pig trough and the pigs eat them.
2: So you dip the pigs into the water to clean the
1: legs? Absolutely not. We just have a pig and shit area that's far from the town, and the breeze never comes this way. We don't have to smell the pigs on a pig yet. You <laughs> get out.
2: What do you do with the pigs when they get too filled with shite, not what? unlike the rivers?
1: Well, we eat them. Huh.
2: And forgive me
1: for that reaction. Everyone in my family died last week.
2: I threw up a little bit, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. It seems disgusting, and it also seems like something you might not want to do. For example, we can no longer swim in our bodies of water because they've it. all turned to shite. If you're eating your pigs, would you feed your shite? You are, in in so many words, eating your own shite.
1: I've got a song about it. Here goes. Why would you write a song? <laughs>
2: As beautiful as that song was uh, right, so I'm gonna go to a different time.
1: <laughs> this one's blinking on the thing. It's yeah, a blink. Man,
2: that's how you know it's on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, this episode sucks, James.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Can I plug a couple things? Yeah, do it. Yeah, of course. course. Dude, on May 29th, we're doing the Friends and Friends show at the uh, world famous Laugh Factory. I love that show. So that's one of the things. Also, a lot of you have been sending us your pictures of you and your new dynamic banter pins the silver and black ones and the uh, glow in the dark ones. That would make great cufflinks. (laughs) At a wedding, very heavy cufflinks. Uh, next week, I'm going to Tampa Bay with Elliot. At the end of the month, I'm going to Seattle with Elliot to stand up there. And also, me and Byron, the guy who makes the uh, Dynamic Banter merch, we're opening up a like a cool vintage store because I like finding these vintage T-shirts and shit. It's called Horny for the Past. And we got the Instagram, Horny for the Past and HornyForthePast dot com. And we're selling these cool uh ultimate warrior pins. There's a four set of pins. One of those glows in the dark. Horny and, uh, for the past. Horny for the past. <laughs> and they were drawn by my by my roommate.
1: I love it. I think horny for the past <laughs> is really funny. That's my new business in Dev Well, I love it, Mike. And it's you know, no um, <clears throat> gong fever. <laughs> Noah Stauffer sends us a history ode saying the time Steve- Yeah, <laughs> Stauffer sounds like a gong <laughs> <laughs> What
0: kind of gong-fibber? <laughs> Noah
1: Stauffer says, the time Steve almost <laughs> murdered me. Hey there, bearded BBDB boys. My name is Noah, no relation. And I'm a a 23-year-old born boy from Maryland. Can we get some dings? Yes. (laughs) Hashtag humbler brange. I wanted to quickly recall the time Steve almost killed me dead. I deliver car parts for my job and always- I deliver
2: car parts for the American working man? (laughs) Because that's who I am and that's who I care about.
1: Uh, and I listened to the two boy (laughs) (laughs) podcast to help pass the time while I drive. I was listening to episode 148, What's in My Pocket, when at approximately 45 minute, 28 seconds, Steve, who later admitted it was an accident, blared the beginning of the History Road theme song at a decibel level that was "Mm, too loud. I was driving through a construction zone at the time. I'm sure Mike can relate to when you hear something that's so goddamn loud, your open eyes have an immediate reaction and close eyes instinctively.
2: It's funny how people gain
1: sympathy for me eventually. When I opened eyes, I was merging towards a temporary concrete barrier, so I overcorrected and swerved towards oncoming traffic and almost crashed head on into a van. Like, this is
2: what you did to someone. Oh you did this to someone. Long story short, Steve. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but you did Steve this. Steve almost
1: someone. killed me. That's thanks so much for having an amazingly bizarre and funny podcast. I love you BB boys so goddamn much. Steve almost killed me. Man, is someone my gonna die? Of,
0: <laughs> Wait, it's
1: always something. Here's the thing though. If someone died because of an episode of Dynamic Banter, we'd never know about it. Yeah, we would.
2: You think so? there's so many direct lines of contact to us you think we wouldn't hear about that well
1: but someone would just be like I don't know what happened but it was a car wreck poor guy I mean he he passed we didn't know what happened we just know that he However, lost control like, of
2: the car he definitely died but the radio was still on yeah he
1: was listening to his favorite podcast that's, that's nice isn't that nice a little loud for my taste Christopher Chow sends us an email <laughs> saying history road how I got more born boys into DB oh,
2: thank you very much
1: hey Mike and Steve greetings from Taiwan I'm here visiting my sister and while I wait in her dorm, I decided to give a short history road on how I did my part in getting more people hooked on dynamic banter. Uh, I took a nap in my friend's dorm and set an alarm to wake up for our next class. Next I'd... thing you know,
2: all my friends are listening.
1: <laughs> the end. Um, I had forgotten until I'd woken up that I'd set my alarm to the opening of Dynamic Banter, episode one forty two, the one where Steve screams for seemingly forever <laughs> to carnival music. <laughs> That being, said, it's got to <laughs> that being said you could understand how they would be fucking terrified. I tried to explain by saying that it's a podcast.
2: No, no, it's relaxing.
1: Where a guy screams a lot and the other guy hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic answer. Accurate. That show where one guy screams a lot and the other guy hates it. Dude, that's
2: a great I'm gonna change our, our
1: Instagram bio Yeah, yeah. That, that should be should the Twitter one too, or that should be different? Ryan. Yeah, let's do it that should be Instagram. Ryan, Twitter you still will be here. Tw- <laughs> Ryan, is noise if you're here. Um Long story short <laughs> We did not end up going to that class I had woken up for, and instead listened to some FB greatest hits. What's F B? Maybe born. it was meant to be D B and it was a some DB greatest hits such as how, how to catch. How close is
2: the F to the D on the <laughs> it's keyboard? pretty close. Oh, it's right next, it's right it's next to
1: it. I tried to explain by saying it's a podcast where it got. Oh, sorry. Uh, just, Let's see. So instead we listen to some dynamic band greatest hits such as how to catch a lost bird and an octopus's come. I got two new DB boys that day, so you guys owe me. I will be accepting my commission check in the mail. Thank you for all the laughs, Chris. Right send him a check.
2: Instead it of can a be check it, out of your own pockets. So I love like, your
1: own personal check. It, it can be like two dollar. <laughs>
2: Ryan really does have a check in his pocket. Dana
1: Duquette <laughs> sends us an email saying, "Super short, little honk honk, dynamic banter." Why
2: do you have a check in your pocket? Did you just graduate? <laughs> Did you just make your confirmation? <laughs>
1: Did your grandma give you that?
2: Is that a savings bond, Ryan? <laughs> Are you waiting for the war to be over for to check that? out? Why do you have that? What's it for?
1: What'd you do? Web design, that's nice. Did you win
2: a bowling tournament?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Were you rummaging through your grandpa's stuff? Dana Duquette sends us a short history road saying, Dear Mike and Steve, sincerely, Dana. (laughs) This is Ben. (laughs) Here's another short history road from Corbett B., Uh, It says, just for Steve, but I have a feeling it won't be. Good morning, (laughs) afternoon, night. My name is Corbett, (laughs) long-time listener, first-time emailer. Just wanted to tell you two bearded born boys how much of an impact you've had on my Lee comedy brain. Corbett? Corbett. Like the gum? (laughs) I got into improv about a year ago because of you guys, and I'm now the vice president of my troupe. Shout out to gluten free improv. That's very funny. I know hashtag no shout outs, no but shout worth outs. a try. That's fine. That's funny. I think I'll keep that in. Stay funny. P.S. I miss Will. Bring that boy back.
2: Go watch the um, stuff that Will's
1: doing. Yeah, Will's I mean Will. He'll be, be so. back around. I'm sure. I mean, Will's
2: trying to recreate the. Um like the co-workers videos on the People Be Like channel, I think it's the smartest thing. Yeah,
1: that's really neat. He's very smart. Yeah, good for him. Check out yeah. People Be Like or Will's stuff. I think it's People Be Like, right? Co-workers Be Like, I think it's called. Um, joke structure fail from Tony MP says, Baby Bean Boys, I attempted to use the ultimate joke structure in class, but it bombed because... Ultimate joke structure is my favorite <laughs> WWE champion in the 90s. Because everyone is dumb or I'm not funny. First, some context, I'm in a banking and finance course in the UK. Okay, yeah. so
2: that combined with the other thing you said? thats the... I could already tell you what the problem is. I think is. we figured it out. <laughs> if
1: you need more help, we can tell Either you. Either everyone's
2: <laughs> fucking dumb or I'm not funny.
1: With financial modeling, we often use these equations called regressions. Ugh, Snooze fest. <laughs> Jesus, this. E- I'm going to read this email before I go to bed tonight. The simplest form you may remember from school takes the form. I promise you, I don't. Y equals m x plus b. I do remember that. To cut out. To cut to the chase, there are some types of regressions called spurious regressions, <sighs> i.e., useless or meaningless mm-hmm. regression. When my lecture first mentioned this in class, I said. Spurious regression is my favorite spell from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's not
2: bad. You could have said your your favorite era from pro from, wrestling.
1: <laughs> it, it bombed, but oh well, I laughed. Wow, Tony, I think that's funny. Spurious regression. I've heard worse, for sure. That's a good one.
2: Spurious regression.
1: Um, my favorite Harry Potter wizard is Nervous White. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's out there stomping around, and I could feel it in my spine. <laughs> Is that like, is the monster from Paranormal Activity here? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see it. Um, Hunter Morgan says, this message will self-destruct around May 20th or so. I think maybe the most punk rock thing to do would be to play a drinking game with the last episode every time one of you says, spit it out. Take a drink (laughs) instead. Now that's punk rock, Hunter. That's pretty good. I'm not gonna say nice stuff in this one because I'm still a lee salty at you boys for never reading my very good history wrote about droughts. (laughs) What, like, I'm not really salty about it anymore, I'm just joking around, okay? All right, buddy.
2: Uh, I just got a text message from Elliot who was worried about ticket sales saying that I should plug the Tampa Bay and Seattle shows.
1: Cool. We'll get to that as soon as we're done with the
2: podcast. But Elliot's worried. Elliot seems pretty worried and he has a glass held up to the door right now making sure that I do it.
1: Someone sent us their location on Google Maps. (laughs) I don't like that at all. Get the cameras. Let's take this show (sighs) on the road. I'm farting a lot. Mm-hmm. AJ Bumgardner says, Failed bank is my favorite blank joke. Hey fuckers, I love you. I was playing <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Rocket League tonight with my good friend Jordan, humble brag, and as we got into a game and, the goat, and came eye to eye with our enemies, I noticed the two enemy gamer tags, Quench the Knife and Monkey Face, after which I said to my friend, Quench the Knife and Monkey Face are my favorite Tool albums. Silence from Jordan, me. Tool is a band, it's funny. <laughs> <That's> that. <laughs> never say it, Quench never Quench the Knife
2: and Monkey Face are my favorite Killer Instinct characters.
1: Never explain your joke to anyone. Yeah, that's good, I like that. Thank Reed you. Stein sends us an email saying, Quick History Road, uh, good day, my two horn honk-born boys. I was at Mother's Day brunch with my family, humble brag, and we were telling my mom that she's wrong a lot and right a lot too. I, I saw my worst sti- Mother's Day ever. I saw my time to shine and exclaimed "Write A lot is my favorite Kevin Hart movie. Everyone looked at me weird and they still love me anyway. Wow. This joke doesn't work for a lot of people. That's okay. Well, that also
2: wasn't a great one. The, to be honest, if we're going to be on if we're going to rank these, that wasn't a great one. Write A lot would have been a great like Knights of the round table character. And I think more people would have been on board with that. Yeah, I think How many you're people right. know that Ride Along is a? That's a movie that you know about that you're hoping the rest of your family knows. Yeah, about. and how's
1: your family gonna know about? This that? is
2: called reading the room, baby. Yeah, you got you to be room. around people who might get it.
1: But listen, it's a skill. You're gonna learn, and then you're gonna do better. And the yeah. next time you do one, it's gonna be funnier. You know how
2: many jokes I've told that aren't funny? Well, Percentage wise,
1: so many not funny jokes. I've
2: told less than fifty percent funny jokes
1: i think i was just gonna say that i've probably told more bad jokes than good ones
2: yeah so don't worry one day you could be like
1: us (laughs) z sends a short history road saying hey mike and steve i hope this is the last history road you read for this episode that's it and it was z guys thank you for listening. oh my tamagotchi pooped hang on let me clean it up (laughs) Don't just leave it there, you fucking piece of shit! I'm a responsible adult. I need a responsible dad, and my son has pooped in the living room, and now I need to. You have been
2: posting stories with that, Uh and they're not paying you to do it. No, and uh, it's alarm. The amount of attachment you
1: have to that is alarming, dude. I love it. Look at this thing. Yeah, I'm. I see it. It's so cool. And by the way, this thing that I'm holding in my hand Uh will not be in the hands of consumers until August. Cool. So, it's like a cool little, little like eBay thing. Treat. Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. But I'll tell you what I will do. I'm probably going to do a video where I review it. You should do that. Because none um, of them are out. They're not out yet.
2: Can you do Tamagotchi on Twitch?
1: Yeah, I just set up. I put a tripod right here, and it's just my hands pushing yeah. these little okay, buttons. Okay,
2: you pooped again, gang. Uh, make sure to hit up those comments and Ooh. give us a bunch of tips. Um, to clean, should, Give me $50,000 if I should clean the poop.
1: <laughs> Today I noticed that when you feed my son rice, he eats the rice and he eats the bowl.
2: Rice bowl, gone.
1: He eats the bowl, too, and I'm concerned about it.
2: I used to, dude, when these were big, when we were kids and all the girls had them on their backpacks, I've killed thousands oh, of Oh, yeah. Dogs.
1: Cause you just like would take it and then not give it back and they just die. It's the o- it was the only thing in school that you couldn't
2: get in trouble for because the teachers thought it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> they were like, "Mike killed my Tamagotchi." And you're like, what? We're doing math.
1: Whatever you're saying doesn't sound like th- words. Are you playing a video game and Mike stopped you from it? Um, Mike, student of the month, <laughs> guys. Check out patreon.com slash the valley folk if you want to see what the old uh, original members of SourceFed are up to.
2: Check out, go to.
1: Including myself, and uh, we're making some funny stuff and we're making a really cool video today and we've got a bunch of really, really, really cool, awesome, life-changing stuff happening very soon. So please uh, stick around and check that out. And if you're a part of our community, uh, you know there's some really cool stuff going on there. Anyway, Mike, go ahead and do your plugs. Please.
2: On May 22nd, I'll be at the Tampa Bay Improv with Elliot Morgan, and uh, and then May 29th, which is a Wednesday, is the Friends and Friends Crowdwork Show with the world famous Laugh Factory. Huge deal! That we're there. Please come out. Uh, guest list booming. And also uh, May thirty first, Matthew, booming, <laughs> dad pants. <laughs> May thirty first, which is a Friday, me and Elliot will be in Seattle. I fucking love Seattle. Come hang out at the Fairmont Abbey Arts Center, which I believe is a little theater. Come empty your latrine at our house,
1: <laughs> and follow me on Twitch dot uh, TV slash the Valley Folk to watch me give my son a bath on this t- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, also, Ryan's been doing a great job with all of the yeah. Uh, videos. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <coughs> He's also been doing uh, behind-the-scenes videos, which you can't see anywhere else. So follow this podcast everywhere. Uh, Ryan's been taking over the Twitter. I'm doing the Instagram, and uh, yeah. Mike in the Morning comes out every Tuesday and comes see us do stand-up and support the Valley Fogman. I just
1: gave my son three baths in a row. I forced him to have these baths. After because you eat a rice bowl, you gotta take a bath. You gotta have a goddamn bath, son, because you're covered in rice. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Dynamic Vanter. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to you guys, the audience. We love you very much. And we'll check you out next time on the podcast. And before we go, how about a message from Greg? Hello. That was a HeadGum
0: Podcast.